0: Transform you in the, I hate a storm, hell marries, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defiant right. What's the cost to be the boss, breaking down the walls We all in, once the coin gets tossed, hey. Got the kind to action, never actin', oh, we need to scramble to get traction We make it happen, from three fours to 4 three, we get it cracking. When it's snap, call it Saran, cause it's, it's a wrap We knock them out, they taking naps Night-night, yep. night-night, lights out we lit. We intercept the shit and run it back. Fuck it, we run it back. Beast mode's how we react. Once we attack, we laying flat. No coming back from that. Facts. Facts. Helmet to helmet, shoulder pad to pad, get cracked. Till your mouthpiece spit out the feeling that. Jaw this business. Step on the field, one of on the realest. White boys in the village, and I ain't kidding. We really get it.
1: Yo, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here, man. Another Dick Podcast coming at you. Appreciate everybody on YouTube. Signed in. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Join. Become a member. Uh, hit the bell. Notification bell. So you can know when I'm on. Usually I try to hit at 2 p.m. Pacific here on the West Coast. Try to get my fucking TV ad deal up. Um... let you call in i am trying to get a telephone system set up man to be honest for all you guys i'm trying to set it up but it's not that easy so i'm waiting to hear back from a few folks so hopefully man by february i'll have a call in system um anyway uh I'm just reading some YouTube. Anyway, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. Slap Dick Podcast. I appreciate everybody on YouTube joining in. Um, lots to discuss. Title of this show today is called Why. Hey, ain't nothing like going to the grocery store. But anyway, why, 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 why? Uh, title of this show. And, uh, why do I have dogs that are fucking around all the time? And, I got a bunch of shit to ask, um, why about? But anyway, hopefully you guys are, uh, enjoying this fine Martin Luther King Monday. Like, let me ask you guys, I'm gonna get into it in a second, man. I got a good quote I made up, I've been thinking about for a few days, made it up myself, um, And uh, it's just some real shit, obviously. This Slapdick podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new year, especially a, a happy betting new year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports bet wagering. In 2022, it's a new year. New updated desktop and mobile website. To sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Believe. That's B L E A V to get started. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC—right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. Available in two thousand twenty two. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, go to betonline.ag. Man, use the promo, promo code believe B L E A V and uh, get it cracking. Um, hope you like my new intro video. Got the new song on it, little West Coast track. Over the new, over the old video, promo video. So, but anyway, um, I got a lot of shit to ask why about. Let me, let me drop a few announcements. Listen, I got my female and male one-year-old dogs that I'm trying to find a good home for. Anyone out there listening, um, that has a good family home, good family environment? Um, these are both great dogs. One female, one male, um, Great family dogs, great people dogs. They just, you know, they can probably both go together and be fine because they're 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 fine. But um, Bonham can't be around too many other dogs, just to be honest with you, because I don't trust him since him and him and Stogie got into it, and he's kind of, you know, he's aggressive. He's super sweet, man, but I'm just worried if someone, one of these dogs will fucking. Play too hard and he'll lose his shit. There's no telling once a dog has tasted blood. So, uh, dog blood. So anyway, but great around people, great around everybody. Um, if you guys are interested, let me know. I'll personally drive them motherfuckers to you. I don't care where you live. Um, great, great dogs. But anyway, looking to rehome two of them, man. So hit me up. They're both one year olds, very expensive bloodlines. Um, just looking for a good home at this point. Um, the whiskey man. I don't know if you know. You YouTube. You guys can. Uh, you guys can see the new uh, marketing material. But uh, if you don't follow me on social media, but uh, we got a new bottle. The new bottle is kicked in. It's more like a cognac bottle. Um, it's a uh, it's a bottle that's pretty sweet. I like it. It's a little more round. Um, but it's a pretty sweet bottle if you like it. Hold on, you guys. Let me get this. Dog. Let me get these dogs situated real quick. And uh, why before I fuck one of them up? Um, give me one second. It is Manscaped? I was once with hey. them a while back. They've came back to the Slapstick Podcast. We're gonna try it again. I appreciate Manscaped oh, yeah. for all the fine grooming tools they sent me. Um, in the past, so I'll be having some new ones. I got them posted behind me on my TV. You can uh, use my promo code and grab you go something. All you men out there, but you women out there... All right, back. Anyway, that's the new promo uh, material. Um, I got a new bottle. Got a few new things going. So uh, if you guys... Make sure you go over to CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. Like I said, this is the... Uh, This is the bottle, man. You can check it out. So we changed it a little bit. It's more of a cognac-looking bottle. I like it. I don't know if you guys know why. There's actually a fucking glass shortage in America. And uh, so the bottle that I had was more of an expensive one. This one's not cheap either, but the more expensive bottle they just ran out of. Fucking glasses shortage because of everything comes from overseas. The docks, the boats, COVID and all that old shit. So anyway, this is the new bottle, new label, etc. Um, so we went with this bottle and uh, this is our new material, man. our new marketing stuff. And then when the cigar drops, that'll be the. That'll be kind of the, the label. Um, but here's the back of the bottle. So anybody on YouTube gets to see this, see this, but uh, you guys listening, CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. Get you a bottle today. And uh, yeah, we're running short on every fucking thing, man. It's fucking crazy. But anyway, quote of the day, man. Get you guys going on this fine Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Title of this show is Why. Um, uh, basically fucking why ask why, right? Um, but listen, this is my quote, man. I made up, thought about it and I thought it was going to be something. I'm going to try to get it online onto a fucking, uh, Wikipedia quote or something or on under quotes. I don't know if there's a quotes.com or not, but, um, but there he goes. JB quote right here. We live in unrealistic times. We are softer than ever because we live every day in virtual environments. Defined by our own ideas, knowing that we are protected by technology, away from harsh realities. JB, that's my own quote right there. Mostly all of them are, but I take certain shit, massage certain shit, Um, and uh, this one right here is my own, man. We live in unrealistic times. We are softer than ever because we live every day in virtual environments. We're all on fucking Twitter, cowardly fucks. Defined by our own ideas, knowing that we are are protected by technology, away from harsh realities. Because, hey man, it's all... Hey! Fucking dogs! I'm going to throw something at your asses. Ash got to be stogies, dog. He got to be stogies. Um, This motherfucker is psycho. Anyway, um motherfuckers are they, they 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 live in these dream worlds man on social media. If you don't if you don't get that whole quote right there which I thought about I'm like, you know, we live on technology we live in a technology cloud that's made of dreams and motherfuckers are scared. Of reality. And and that's why we order our food in. That's why motherfuckers can't go to the grocery store. That's why motherfuckers are obese and fat as fuck. That's why we play video games. You motherfuckers living in La La Land. You think that's really you on the video game. That's why motherfuckers are shooting up schools, motherfucker. Because you guys are allowing them. You parents are giving these motherfuckers the freedom to go do whatever the fuck they want. Because you're allowing it. You ain't coaching it up. You're horrible at home. You're shitty ass parents face the facts you're the fucking problem motherfuckers you soft parents soft coaches soft administrators all you motherfuckers out there that are allowing it and not coaching it up is why we're fucking soft as shit soft as baby runny runny baby shit and it's just fucking unbelievable but we all protected by technology, man. Nobody's scared. Everybody's scared of the harsh realities that are hit you in the fucking mouth when you go out there. You wonder why these kids face the fuck, enter the transfer portal. There was a kid that left Northwest and went back to Clemson today. This is where he started, at Clemson. If I was Dabo Sweeney, I would have told him to eat a dick sandwich. <laughs> That's the problem. Motherfuckers are taking these dudes. Is there a Is there a scholarship shortage that I don't know about. <laughs> is there a motherfucking shortage on humans? Cause the last I checked, I'm sure COVID is trying to wipe out a few of the population because we're so fucking big, but I still think there's over about three, 400 million people in America alone. I'm sure there's a shitload of kids looking for scholarships. I'm sure there's a shitload of good quality kids out there that can play at Clemson, but we're taking recyclable trash back like why the fuck are you taking him back Dabo? (laughs) like you can't find another motherfucker at Clemson you're taking damaged goods back to the motherfucking school that he started at because we're sorry for you I bet you the mom called Dabo and gave him a sad story I would have loved to tell the mama to eat a dick up I love telling mamas that shit. I love telling daddies that shit. Not to sound sexist, mothers and females out there. I didn't literally say eat a dick up, mom. But I would on occasion if I had to. But that's what we don't fucking have, man. We don't have any people telling these kids that you made your bed. Sleep in that motherfucker. You're giving them a new bed, (laughs) And a new mattress, and a new pillow, and a new fucking comforter, a goose down comforter, motherfucking expensive ass one, and dog, it's unbelievable, man, that you guys really, really are allowing this shit, this fucking, this, it's so bad, damn, dog, I'm gonna beat someone's ass, give me one second, man, shit.
0: Yeah I'm in my mode, ready to transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. right? What's the cost to be the boss breaking down the walls? We all in once the coin guitars got the plan kind of action. Never acting, don't no need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three, we get it cracking. When the snap, call it Saran, because it's a rap. We knock them out, they taking naps.
1: Yep. All right, fuck you motherfucking dogs. All right, somebody better take these two motherfuckers right here. I'm a fucking... Dude, are you stogies? I don't know, dude. You got a lot of stogie tendencies in your ass. Anyway, Ash is a motherfucker, man. Um, all right, dude, you got to go chill, all right? Go chill out. Um, that's the Slapdick Podcast for you. We don't give a fuck. We got real shit happening around this motherfucker. You got to live with it, fans. Um, anyway, title of the show is Why, and I know I just went on a rant about the quarterback going back to Clemson, but this is the truth. Like, what's up, Ash? What's up, dude? What's going on? This motherfucker keeps jumping on me. Anyway, um, he want to be a star. He want to be a star? I think your daddy was. Go lay down, dude. Shit. These motherfuckers are usually always sleep. Anyway, um, I wouldn't give a fuck if I was looking for an older head or not in the quarterback room. I wouldn't take no damaged goods. I'm Clemson, dog. I'm the cream of the crop. I'm I'm a fucking selector school. I don't know if you guys understand what that means. So in the recruiting world, in the recruiting business, you have... You have schools that um, are called selectors, all right? There's selector schools out there. Selector schools are Alabama, Georgia, Clemson. It used to be Florida, Florida State. Ohio State is still a selector school. I would probably put Michigan in there, Clemson, USC used to be. Those are selector schools, okay? Oregon probably was. And then you have all the rest that have to take the leftovers. okay? But there are selector schools. Usually, there used to be 10 of them. There's probably five selector schools now. This is what selector school means, so I'm giving you guys some free game on this recruiting tip. Anyone that's out there that coaches. If Toledo sucks this dude's skin off his dick for six months and offers him a scholarship... And Alabama loses a kid, 23rd hour, and he calls the kid that has been committed to Toledo for fucking six months with no skin on his dick because Toledo sucked it off. The kid says, yes, Coach Saban, I'm coming when they offer him. That's a selector school. 23rd hour, hey, little Johnny. I know you're committed to Toledo, dog, but we lost a kid. We need you. You coming? Yes, sir, Coach Saban. I'll be there tomorrow. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Click. That's what's called a selector school. They don't suck dick. They don't need to. (laughs) So, I don't know why this dude's so clingy today. He just won't leave me alone. But, you know, this guy's the only one. He does some stogie shit, man. I'm telling you. He, sleep, he lays on my feet on the floor in the kitchen while I'm cooking. Only stogie did that. This motherfucker lays on my head in bed. Only stogie did that. And he does some shit like this right here that only stogie would do. So I don't know what's up with this. Um, I gotta, I'm waiting on the DNA test, man. I know, dude. You got a lot of stogie tendencies in your ass, dude. God. He's 30-something pounds. He's fucking just turned eight and a half weeks old. You okay? I know, dude. Look how big my feet are. Say, everybody, look at my fucking feet, dude. Um, God damn his foot. Yeah, dude. What's up with that? Are you going to have blue-green eyes like this? Anyway, I'm talking to my dog on the audio side, so if you guys can't see... That's what I'm doing because he keeps jumping in my lap. Anyway, Lucy, I appreciate it. Oh, you mean the dog? Yeah, the dog's cute um, too. So anyway, title of this show is why because, because I got a lot of questions. Shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Ash, what's going on, dude? Callie knows I'm getting upset because Callie's grinding a bite him. Ash. Come on, dude. Ah, oh, fuck, dude. Something's up. All right. I don't know what's up with this dude. But anyway, um... All right, dude. Let me start this show off by asking some why questions myself, all right? Please, you guys, ask some why questions. I have to basically get some from you. But why the fuck does the trash trucks come on MLK Day? But not on motherfucking Columbus Day. I'm so fucking curious as to why that is. How funny and ironic. Christopher fucking Columbus Day. You can argue a motherfucker that didn't discover shit. If you want to know real history that we don't teach. But anyway, how the fuck can... Because see, dog... I had to pull up the schedule because I knew... I, had a, I have a schedule. Every Sunday, I do my shit at night, take all my trash out night, do all my shit. Well, I was like, eh, it's a holiday tomorrow. There's no way the trash is coming. So... I, I fucking... I pulled it up and I looked it up and trash came like no, like nothing. Trash came on schedule like nobody's business. So we got cats in here. Polish pipe says it's coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Is gay pride a coincidence that is celebrated more than black history month? Is that a coincidence? (laughs) Some of you motherfuckers just be talking. First of all, every holiday, if you go online, there's a trash delay by one day, except for fucking MLK Day. So I'm just telling you, it's ironic. Go look it up. Not At least in my city. You guys go lay down, dude. This motherfucker Ash dog is a trip. What's going on, dude? What's going on? I don't get you guys, dude. Um... But anyway, that's one question I have. Why the fucking NFL playoffs so shitty? Good job, but Polish Pipe. Believe B-L-E-A-V is the promo code for BetOnline.ag. Slapdick is the promo code for manscaped.com. Gets you 20% off, plus free shipping using Slapdick as your promo code. But anyway, how are the NFL playoffs this bad? It's because you motherfucking trophy giving. Participation trophy giving motherfuckers created this default fucking playoff seating, which put the Eagles in the playoffs and the Steelers in the playoffs when they do not even belong in a fucking constellate, consolation bracket playoff. They're horrible. They're horrible. They didn't belong in these fucking playoffs, man. College football, you better look at expanding the playoffs because that's what you're going to get. You're going to get shitty football. But you're in a catch-22 because college football bowl games are so bad. You got all the opt-outs. You got shitty bowl games. You got motherfuckers not even playing the bowl games. UCLA, you couldn't play in a bowl game, but you were out at fucking SeaWorld the day before. Full go. Like you motherfuckers are a joke. It's such a joke that you slap the fans in the face who are paying these coaches salaries millions of dollars. And coaches ain't like JUCO where I had to I broke out my own money out of my own pocket to take kids certain places. To take kids to fucking amusement parks before the games. The game the day before. We 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 do team building activities. I pay for that shit out of my pocket. You think Chip Kelly is paying for fucking shit to travel to San Diego to play in the holiday bowl and then cancel the game? Why? Because you're that soft? Because you're that lazy? Because you guys don't work for shit anymore? That's why you're taking quarterbacks back to your fucking school? Because you won't go find another one? I don't know, man. That's just where I think the world is at. Um, I hope college football does not expand the playoff um if it's two sec teams so fucking be it that is what it is sorry it's your that's a you problem that's a you problem you can't make it in that's your problem cincinnati you should have been better fucking michigan should have been better we already knew who the two best teams were so <laughs> you guys got to figure this shit out man you guys got to figure out that this fucking world is becoming so fucking soft that it is unbelievable but we live in fucking unrealistic times, man. Motherfuckers scared of harsh realities. Motherfuckers can't go work and go recruit. They can't get out their lazy asses and go fucking find their own players. Like, that shit blows my mind. I would, I would, I would, I would fucking, I would hate, well, not hate, I wouldn't do it, but. I'd be damned if I took another motherfucker from another school and I'm at a four-year Division one school. Man, please, you fucking got me fucked up. You got me so fucked up that it is unbelievable. I wouldn't do fucking The next thing is probably getting rid of bowl games, um, Polly B. Um, or Cody Parsons, I mean, on YouTube. I the the bowl games are becoming a joke. Like, I remember I used to I used to want to watch the Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, Sugar Bowl, regardless of the BCS. I wanted to watch those games. Those are big time games. Um now, motherfucker, who's gonna play? It's gonna you're gonna have some motherfucker you don't even know and you didn't even follow all year because he's gonna opt out like there's got to be a commissioner there's got to be some rules about transferring multiple times there's got to be some rules about opting out like how about the nfl and college football get together and say listen if you opt out for no health reasons then you are not going to be drafted you're an automatic supplemental draft pick i don't know do something that's a little harsh not harsh i don't think any of that shit's harsh that's Soft as shit to be harsh on it. But I think it's something along those lines. Because dog to, to be honest, the the most players getting drafted are at Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, and fucking well, I don't know about Cincinnati, but usually those four BCS games, Notre Dame or if they get in or somebody, those teams have the most players being drafted every year. It's not like fucking Toledo. Opting out of a bowl game or the kids opting out at Toledo are going to get drafted anyway. So put them in a supplemental draft. Put them in a supplemental draft. Shit. Then you'll start evening out the fucking thing. How about fuck running a 40. Let's do a motherfucking IQ test, motherfucker. Let's do a fucking nut and gut check test. Let's test your fucking heart, motherfucker. Let's run 10-100 gassers under time. If you don't make the time, you can't get drafted. Let's check that shit out. Let's see how many motherfuckers show up to do that. See, that's what... You motherfucker can't think out the box. Y'all are fucking soft, man. I'd make it the hardest fucking NFL tr- fucking tryout. <laughs> I'd have the hardest fucking camp... You got to run 10 100s under time, Alan. Fuck it. You can't do that shit. You ain't getting drafted, motherfucker. If you opt out of the fucking bowl games, you have to run 10 100-yard gassers, and you got to bench 225 30 times. If you can't do those two things, you don't get drafted. Something. I'd I'd make some shit crack, dog. I'm just telling you. Um Hey, they don't show up, dog. You don't get drafted. But that's what we want. Um, music, that's what we want. We don't want them to show up because we want them to go play in the bowl games. See where I'm getting at? So they won't opt out. They're going to play in those shitty bowl games now. They're going to finish the season with their players, their teammates, their brothers, the ones they signed up for. Alan, you remember guys quitting? Shit. Tell them mother- Tell these cats, i would make a motherfucker quit in a motherfucking heartbeat. Then I'm cussing your motherfucking ass out in your ear while we're doing that. Oh, yeah, TJ, he'll tell you. Alan, you remember TJ? I think TJ was at Garden with you for a minute. He was coaching with me. But uh, what if they get hurt? Look at this soft Brian Hendricks. What if I get hurt walking my fucking doggy? What do you mean, what if they get hurt? Fuck them. They opted out anyway. What do you mean? Why they opt out, dog? Come on, man. You motherfuckers are comically soft. You're not just soft. You're comical soft. <laughs> Motherfucker. Why do they get? What if they get hurt? Man, sound like a bitch, homie. Oh, my God. I can't stand these bitch made motherfuckers, man. I'm so over bitch made in America. Holy fuck. Fuck, dog. What if they get hurt? Motherfucker. What if the bitch sucking my dick cuts my dick with her teeth, motherfucker? Are you going to try to get your dick sucked? Or are you going to risk it outweigh the reward? Shit. Fuck if they get hurt. Motherfucker, this is football, homie. This ain't fucking swimming. Show your ass up. That means you chose to go play, homie. Shit. Get the fuck out. Ah, Shit. Um, I appreciate you, Brian Hendricks. I didn't mean I wasn't calling you a bitch, by the way. Uh, I'm just saying in general, soft motherfuckers, man. Cats are so soft now. We got excuses for excuses as to why motherfuckers shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. Coach, Dabo don't have another quarterback. He has to take him back. Motherfucker, please. He ain't got to take back shit. How about you develop better? How about you fucking recruit better? How about you go out there and fucking figure out a way to get some shit done? You're at Clemson, motherfucker. You are a Nike school with the most, the coldest facilities in America, possibly, I think. All the schools I visit, I think Clemson's number one. Their coaches' offices are on a fucking moat you cross a bridge over a lake and you go into their coach's facility motherfucker that shit is on the off the chart in my opinion plus it's in clemson man it's a fucking gorgeous it's in the fucking woods i don't know if if i was send my daughter there cuz it looks like a fucking pedophiles fucking dream uh but uh, coach i don't know what's up with dj uh obviously he's a family friend his his whole family is a lifelong friends of mine um you know Obviously, in high school, he was great and all this old shit, but college changes, man. College changes. Things change. You know, it gets bigger, faster, harder, more verbiage. You just don't really know um, the truth um, of why a kid struggles unless you're there. So, it's it's tough, um, but, you know, great family, man. Love all his dad, his, his, his uncle. One of my good friends. Um, he just, I don't know. You never know. Hopefully he recovers and, 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 and has a great bounce back year. Listen, dog, all the pressure was on him. I, I, I put 90% of this mental and not physical. When he came in for Trevor Lawrence the year before as a true freshman, he had no weight bearing on him. He had no stress. He didn't have any fucking dog in the fight. He could fuck up and not be blamed. He was in there anyway. When it became his show, man, you know, there's a thing called it factor out there. You you have to have the it factor. And I'm not saying he doesn't yet. I want to see what he does next year. Because he threw for 400 and something yards against Notre Dame as a freshman. They lost the game, though. And then you see how Trevor came in and balled out when they blew him out in the playoffs on a rematch game. So you saw the differences. Even though he threw for a lot of yards, there's that doesn't mean anything in football. Dak Prescott throws for a lot of yards in the NFL games. Do you guys know that? But if you if you, if you really noticed, he throws for a lot of yards towards the end of games, and he threw for a lot of yards against shitty teams. And to me, Dallas is a huge disappointment. It's crazy. Because all that talent... To me, they're a top three NFL talented team. I think it's them, Tampa, the Rams, um, Arizona right outside of them, and then Green Bay, and then Kansas City, and then Cincinnati. That's my opinion. But, damn, you got those guys on D, you got those guys on O, and Dak, who gets paid a lot of money, and I told you yesterday on social media Browns Allen. Yes, good point. Browns have a lot of talent. Horrible quarterback. Imagine Aaron Rodgers on the Browns with OBJ. (laughs) That's the thing. OBJ has no touchdowns all year. He goes to the Rams and just learning the offense with a quarterback I'm going to talk about later, Stafford, who's just learning the offense too. And he has like, what, five touchdowns in like six weeks? Shit's crazy. But Jerry didn't want to pay Dak. Think about it. There was a reason. Jerry knows what he's doing in a lot of regards. But Jerry's just such a micromanager. But he's a billionaire, you know. Even though he made a stadium going east and west instead of north and south. So the sun is directly in the fucking quarterback's face and the receiver's face, which makes zero sense to me. Holy fuck. It means it's unbelievable on how dumb some people can be. Um But, damn, did you see the sun in the motherfucker's eyes? Like, the receiver can't even see a motherfucker. Like, can't even see the ball in his own stadium. And, dog, you know they got curtains in that motherfucker, right? Because when they have concerts, they roll the curtains back. But they don't do it for a football game. I have no idea why. Could have closed the dome. They could have did all kind of shit. Like, why would you have that stadium with that much money invested and not be able to fucking and you're killing your own team? That's like a not a home field advantage. You fucking dumb motherfucker. But anyway. Um, title of the show is why? Because JB's going to ask a bunch of why questions. Why are the Lakers so motherfucking shitty? Why are the Lakers so motherfucking shitty? This is basically going to be a football show, but I got to get this Lakers topic off. It's because I do know sports, by the way. All sports, not just fucking football. Um, Why does KD get a pass when he gets hurt, but Klay Thompson don't? (laughs) They kept that motherfucker out of the top 75. He got hurt. KD gets hurt. It's all good. You can't be considered the goat, in my opinion, and you don't have durability. I told you on Pat McAfee's show, I told people that there's bleeders and there's non-bleeders. See, when you get into a fight and you get hit in the nose and you bleed like a motherfucker and that stops the fight where you bow out, you got a lot of bitch in you. You're a bleeder. See, I broke up a major dog fight and there wasn't a lot of blood on the floor. I'm not a bleeder. My dogs ain't even bleeders. It's kind of fucking weird how that shit works too. Like if you're a bleeder and not a bleeder, um, kind of hang out with your, your crew is kind of who you are. If it's a real crew, a lot of these NFL cats you see, especially like Henry Ruggs, who, who, who drives 150 miles an hour down the strip and, and kills a motherfucker. You wonder who his crew is, right? Because if you were in my crew, you wouldn't be driving the car, A. B, you wouldn't be fucking driving and being loaded. And C, you'd be getting checked. See, me and my homies tell each other the truth. Because a lot of people can't dissect or, or, or they can't define what a true friend is. See, when you're growing up in the hood... You got friends, you got homies, you got partners, and then you got acquaintances. See, I don't believe when you make it to the NFL, you get a bunch of partners and a bunch of acquaintances that you allow into your circle. It happens because money gets crazy and you meet these people and then they sliver into your fucking circle. You can't let that shit happen. You can't let motherfuckers sliver. That's why people don't like me. People don't like me because I've never changed. I've never changed one bit because I don't believe I don't have no fake blood in me. Like I don't have bits in my blood. A B. I can't go be fake. That's just not what I do. Like, I don't know how to do it. I couldn't even, you know, I, some, when, when, when we got hit up about doing the Netflix show and I'm not going to talk about nobody in a bad way, I'm just going to say what I saw. And state what I saw. So, me and my boss turned on Netflix. Last chance, you the the season on La- on East Mississippi. I never heard of it. I didn't even know the show existed. And she was telling me about the first season there and how Bubba or what's well, not Bubba Allen. What's his name? Allen Buddy. Buddy Ryan, or not Buddy Ryan, uh, Buddy, uh, fuck, whatever his name is, the fat white dude, the coach at East Mississippi. Great coach. He wins a lot of games. I've heard other things about him. We got into a little verbal spat over the phone on some recruiting things, but I don't know him at all. He don't know me. I don't know him. But apparently... She showed me some some clips of him. He's, he's running around. He's being an asshole. I don't know if he's an asshole. That's just to me. That's look, that looks like me on there too, right? I look the same as him, right? Well, go so be it. How funny that is. Uh, I don't know if that's him or how he is. Maybe he's just a coach. <laughs> that's how soft we are now, right? But anyway, I'm going to get to all that. So I watched him and I'm looking at him and I'm like, okay. So he's coaching hard and, and he's coaching and done doing what coach shit does. Well, he wins junior college national titles quite a bit. So he's, I don't have no issue with them. So then they show me the next year with him on it? And now since a year of show came out and it was a very recognized show, right? This show we're on. He's now with a pastor sitting out on a brick fence or some shit that they showed me. And he completely looks fake and out of character, out of sorts. He completely looks like he's faking trying to be that guy. The first year that they showed me the show, it shows that he's clearly himself and that's what he is. That's who he is. He's non-apologetic, just like I am. And we're just coaches. That doesn't mean we're assholes in, in 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 the public setting walking down the Walmart uh aisle. But I don't know, buddy. He don't know me. It is what it is. But what I did notice is the second year when they showed me those clips, he completely looks fake and out of sorts. And that was something that I'm not going to do. That's what I'm not going to do. Bonham is available. And so is Bailey. Um, that's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to fake the funk and be something I'm not and be non-genuine. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, shit. Well, I hope they understand that I'm nowhere near that guy. Uh, they're not going to get no fake shit for me. And Tammy was trying to tell the producer, like, uh, that's why the producer was like, well, JB, you're the most unfiltered dude we've ever filmed in 30 years. And that's why we want to come back. Just so you know, everybody in this room, they would have been back with us again if I stayed at Indy, just so we're clear. But anyway, I'm sure some of you figured that out. They weren't going to go to fucking Laney. But anyway, why does KD get to pass? Klay Thompson don't. He's suffered two major catastrophic injuries. KD suffered a one, and now he's hurt again because he's not durable. And then KD takes load management games. At least LeBron, even though he's missed games, I've never seen LeBron really load manage. See, I don't, I'm not a LeBron guy. See, I'm a Kobe guy. To me, you cannot be a Kobe guy and a LeBron guy. That's how you know motherfuckers are fake. I'm not a I'm not a LeBron guy. See, I'm a Kobe guy. I'm a Kobe guy, even though I grew up in the Jordan Magic Bird generation I put Kobe in that generation because Kobe to me is the only person that could have played in both eras Kobe was strong enough to play in the paint he was asshole he had nuts he was a better shooter than LeBron ever will be and he was a gamer I mean fuck how many buzzer beaters did that motherfucker hit when it mattered when it mattered but anyway to me Kobe's the most skillful player of all time Now, you could say he mimicked Jordan. So what? Andy Reid mimics Bill Walsh, motherfucker. Like, usually motherfuckers that were around, Bonham fucking mimicked Stogie. He wanted to be Stogie. He loved Stogie. Revered the motherfucker. Motherfuckers have people they look up to. So, just so we understand each other. Like, there is a fucking difference. And... Kobe, to me, could have played in any generation or era. Um, LeBron could not have. You can't sit here and tell me LeBron... We're not, I'm not getting into a basketball debate, but you can't tell me LeBron would have drove down the hole and Dennis Rodman, Rick Mahorn, and Bill Lambie clothesline that motherfucker, and he gets up there and misses at least one free throw, if not two, and doesn't get a flagrant foul. Remember, flagrants back then were just normal motherfucking fouls, dog. Blood, dog, were, was drawn, and... That was no foul, but there was no flagrant. LeBron couldn't have handled that smoke. LeBron is a big old physical freak of nature. No question. I'm not doubting that. But see, LeBron can't shoot. He still can't shoot. Yeah, he'll hit occasional three. This is best three-point shooting year of his career this year. But he's not a shooter. Kobe was a scorer and a shooter. Jordan was a scorer. There's very rare shooters and their scores. Steph is a score and a shooter. Reggie Miller, to me, was a shooter. Polly B, I sound ridiculous. Well, let us know why, and I'll keep talking. But anyway, LeBron couldn't have played in that fucking era. That motherfucker is too soft. He cries about every fucking call. And he can't make free throws. So I would foul the motherfucker like I did Shaq. And put his bitch ass on the free throw line. (laughs) You act like motherfucking LeBron would have been dominating the post back then. We had legitimate centers playing then, motherfucker. (laughs) You guys are fucking crazy. Anyway, I'm not getting into a Kobe LeBron debate. But... You can't put KD as the goat. See, only people putting KD as the goat is this young generation. KD's a freak. He's six eleven. Can shoot, handle it, score. Yeah, he can. He is a freak. I'm mean, not saying he isn't. I still, don't, I still think he's soft. <laughs> I still think he's soft. No Polly B, I just said it. I just broke it down as to why, but you're gonna I knew you were gonna ask some dumb fucking question while I was talking. I knew your ass was gonna ask a question that I just discussed. He just, listen, what, look what Pauly B just wrote, everybody, and just just tell me, did I just not talk about him driving down the lane getting fucking shellacked by fucking Rodman Mahorn? And, how about, could he have played with Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning? Could he have played with Patrick Ewing? Could he have played with them motherfuckers hacking the shit out of them? Could Kevin McHale and Pat Parrish? Do you think LeBron would have kept going in the paint with them motherfuckers? Get the fuck out of here, dog. You motherfuckers are fucking crazy. You cats are unbelievable. LeBron would have had his bitch ass on the floor, tapping out like a motherfucker. Them mother motherfuckers didn't give a fuck. Joe Dumars was hacking the shit out of you. Why do you think Jordan said Joe Dumars was his number one defensive opponent of all time? Not GP. You watch the show. Come on, man. Anyway, I'm not here to debate LeBron and Kobe. I, I I like LeBron because he brought a chip to the Lakers again after they were shitty. I think LeBron wins everywhere he goes or at least, well, he don't win the title, but he, he, he makes the shitty team a winner. He won in Cleveland. You can't argue it. Obviously he picked the power squad. Um, um, in Miami, but you know, is what it is. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's even close. But I don't think you think KD could have played in that era. Now KD could shoot over the top, but remember Pippin, Rodman, those were six nine with seven foot wingspan perimeter players that would have played him out there. Did you ever hear Pippin talk about Garden uh, James Harden? How nobody makes him go right. How nobody makes him go right. Pippin broke it down. Pippin was like, dude, I'd make the motherfucker go right every time. And Pippin would do it. Pippin would. Oh, yeah. Kobe said KD was a problem. No doubt about it. And he is a problem. But KD. But there's a difference. Kobe wasn't tapping out for being hurt. That's the problem. These cats tap out for being hurt. Motherfucking Kobe played injured. See, these young cats don't know the difference between injury and being hurt. Are you hurt or are you injured? They don't know the difference. They get a fucking cut on their finger and they think it's an injury. No, motherfucker. That's a fucking bitch wound. Go fucking play. (laughs) Dog. (laughs) Motherfuckers don't know. You guys should Google Jack Youngblood. Google Jack Youngblood. And a lot of you young cats probably don't even know who the fuck he is. But you guys should Google Jack Youngblood and see how he played in the fucking Super Bowl. And just, you guys know that he played in the Pro Bowl. Do you know he played in the Pro Bowl with a broken leg? He played all playoffs with a broken leg. And then he played in a volunteer game, the Pro Bowl. Do you think there's a motherfucker alive now that would have played in a Pro Bowl or an All-Star game or a fucking anything being injured a little less a broken leg? He had a fractured leg dog, a fibula. His left fibula was fractured and he played the entire playoffs. Ronnie Lott, you guys heard of that motherfucker? Jack Tatum, you ever see his fingers in the game? Dog. These cats are not built that way because we coddle the fuck out of them when we're little. Kobe was built that way. He was different. He wasn't He wasn't built like Jack Gumba, but he wasn't built like fucking KD and LeBron, I'll tell you that. That motherfucker was different. He was my generational cat. Even though he's two years younger than me, um, Kobe was that dude, but he had that old-school mentality. Um, why do people defend AB but not BA? <laughs> How are you going to defend AB but not BA? So Bruce Arians yesterday hits one of his players on the fucking head. Um. I'm sure you saw it. I posted it on social media. I would, I would bet dollars to dimes that if fucking Bruce Arians and Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost yesterday to the Eagles, I would bet my home that motherfuckers would be asking to have him fired today. You don't, you don't think that's real? They would be asking for his head on a platter because he hit a cat on his head. That, that I got to ask why. You know what I'm saying? That is something I really have to ask why for. Because <sighs> that shit is you, you got you to gotta see it, okay? I want to show everybody so you guys can see it. Adams was talking to the ref, doing some dumb shit, and Bruce Arians went in there and told him to shut the fuck up, okay? It wasn't that big of a deal. And did you see Adams, like, you see Adams tripping on him or anything? No, because Adams knows the deal. Adams knows. It's a 70-year-old dude. Stop talking to the dumb motherfuckers. He almost fell. By the way, Bruce Arians has a torn Achilles (laughs) and he's out there coaching. But anyway, um, dog, I think Bruce Arians is 70, but that's not the point, Dominic. See, you're young. See, a lot of you cats think that you're all a grown man. I'm grown. He better not put hands on me. That's the first thing you see. But see, I'm going to say, if you saw my tweet to a couple cats that were saying that, oh, we would've, it would have been a fight if you would have hit me. No, it wasn't a motherfucker because you wouldn't have been on the team. <laughs> number one, you're too soft. You would have never made it. Number one. So it wouldn't have been a fight. But number two is the ones saying there would have been a fight were the ones that never got checked by their mama and daddy at home. That's the problem. I literally told this cat who said this. I I wish I could find it. I don't know how to do that shit on Twitter. But this motherfucker on Twitter talking about, yeah, it would have been a fight. And I said, really? And you would have regretted it your whole soft life because you soft as fuck. So the 46-year NFL veteran who's been around longer than you've been alive can't hit you on the helmet when you go around flying around 20 miles an hour hitting dudes with a helmet. But anyway, you he can't hit you on the top of the helmet with a love tap. To correct and check his team from doing some dumb shit. From preventing his own player possibly getting kicked out of the game. But you would fight him for that. Shit coach, my mom and dad checked me when I got him home if I fucked up. This is the same guy. I said, "Really?" So, did you hit your daddy when he checked your ass? All he wrote back was, "No, sir." <laughs> Dog, it takes like you have to fucking like break down these dumb motherfuckers. You have to break them down and prove to them and show them, "Oh, coach, oh, you didn't hit your daddy back when he hit you, motherfucker?" <laughs> It's unbelievable, man. Like, you have no respect. Fuck all that. See, I grew up in an era where... Now, we're not talking about you grown man hitting my son in the head with a closed fist at practice, okay? This is totally different. Am I going to fuck you up as the dad of that kid? Yes. You openly hit my kid with an open hand? Yes. Now, you checking my kid... In a game from acting like a fucking idiot. And you hit him on his helmet. Or you grabbed his jersey. Or you grabbed his face mask. I am going to buy you a drink. Coach. That is the problem with these kids now. Everybody says they're grown. Everybody's like. "Oh, You tested me. You all (laughs) dead. Motherfucker please. That's the problem. So we can't. Police our squad and correct a dumb motherfucker in gear. But you could hit the coach back for doing something your dumbass did. See, that's the problem. You motherfuckers don't expect any type of consequence for your action. None of you motherfuckers expect to get in trouble for robbing fucking Nordstrom Rack and r- grabbing and running and dashing and dining and fucking... Flocking and doing all this dumbass shit you're all doing. Because there's no consequence. But there is a consequence. You just ain't seen it yet. One of you motherfuckers is going to get smoked. You're going to run up on the wrong motherfucker. You're going to fucking get. Just karma may happen. I believe the universe works in mysterious ways. Karma may just fucking happen to your shit bird ass. I don't know. That's me. But there's no fucking way in the world that this country, which was founded on being some roughnecks, is now this soft. Like, this is a complete 360 spin that this country has turned into. And it is called s- pussy. Smells like straight motherfucking pussy. Because your mama and daddy are pussy. And they won't tell your pussy ass the truth. And pussies run these corporations now. And pussy fines you. And pussy gives you a penalty for a fucking regular football play that I grew up playing in as a regular play. Now it's a fucking penalty. And it's a fine. And it's called pussy. Pussy. And pussy's undefeated, dog. It is what it is. But this cat's out there defending AB. I told y'all Bruce Arian's crazy. I told y'all, do you really think it's AB now? (laughs) Holy fuck, homie. You guys are really going there. You guys are really thinking that AB is a good dude and it was his fault. It was, it was a, b's it was uh, B.A.'s fault. <laughs> That's how delusional we are. And I feel sad. Just don't come around my motherfucking ass with your soft takes, motherfucker. I'll slap the fucking taste out your motherfucking mouth if one of you young bitch-ass cats come around me with that bullshit. First of all, I'm going to call you a bitch. Second of all, I only call men bitches. I don't even call women bitches unless you're really, really out there. But when you call a man a bitch, it's the most disrespectful term you can come up with, in my opinion. That's the biggest disrespectful fucking word that you can be called by another man is a bitch. And if you don't take that, and that's crazy. If you go on social media and you call a dude a bitch right now, he will laugh. Oh, Coach, Coach JB called me a bitch. I'm saving this. <laughs> I'd be trying to find your bitch ass. Fuck social media and talking about, I'm happy you called me a bitch. That's why soft we are. We accept being called a bitch now. We've literally accepted being called a bitch by another dude. That's real shit. Go fucking look it up. Go fucking on Twitter and call a dude a bitch that talks shit. I promise you, they are fucking goofy, dog. These motherfuckers are soft. Whoo. It, I'm trying to tell you but LeBron and, 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 and LeBron and uh, LeBron well Draymond called no Draymond called KD a bitch you saw that but look they cool see I would never be cool with you again if you really really called me a bitch we would have fought right then we would have fought right then and there's no getting that back you can't take that back I saw the intent in your verbiage I saw how you said the word. <laughs> I saw how you said the word. Polly B, only soft motherfuckers thinks it's bad advice, homie. <laughs> Have you figured this out yet? Have you figured it out? Only soft motherfuckers think that's bad advice. That's the problem. <laughs> Only cancel culture bitch made motherfuckers thinks it's bad advice. It's bad advice that Dave Chappelle don't talk about the LBGQT population. That's bad advice too, right? But we did have a thing called freedom of speech and it still is a fucking amendment and it's a trip. If you say something about a gay person, you can be fucking just horribly killed on social media. You'll lose your job. You'll lose your fucking, but motherfucking, I know gay people calling black dudes the N word and there's no repercussion. But we celebrating gay pride more than Black History Month all motherfucking day long. Tell me that shit. Yeah, Polly B, that's the thing. See, that's the difference. Who's in here, dog? Who's who's in here my age? Hey, Gabe, you in here, Gabe? I go to my hood homie Gabe cuz I know Gabe's from LA. But Gabe, Polly B just said that being called a bitch on the internet isn't that serious and we and I'm giving bad advice. <laughs> dog See, that's the difference. See, that's it's no knock on you, Polly B or anybody else. Oh, Pete, you're in the room. Pete, please tell this man if a motherfucker on social media calls us a bitch. Yes, believe it. If we see you in person, we're going to fucking fire on you. (laughs) That's the problem. That's the that's the mindset of some of you motherfuckers. Now, you're okay with being called a bitch. Motherfucker, Polly B, let me ask you this. What's the difference between him calling you a bitch on Twitter and you calling you a bitch in person in Walmart? Is there a difference? Please, homie. See, that's the problem with you motherfuckers. You cats got this shit twisted. That's why these motherfuckers. Polly B, there ain't no difference, dog. That's the problem. It's called. Perception is reality. You, there's no difference between a motherfucker calling you a bitch on Twitter and in person at Walmart. So, is it cool you with your kids, Polly B, your wife, and on Twitter, motherfucker calls you a bitch? Everyone sees it. Everybody, your kids that follow you, your wife, but you by yourself in person, and he calls you a bitch. What's the difference? Shit, it might be worse on Twitter, dog, in my opinion. I'm just trying to find your bitch ass. See, that's the problem, though. Too many of us accept it. We're cool. We don't like the truth. We don't like the truth. That's the problem. Dog, I'm just telling you, homie. That, that's, that's the problem. Pro AR 13, they don't care because they'll just talk about you even if you're not on social media because they're so Pustified, they're just going to talk about you anyway <laughs> even though you, they know you don't have twitter you know how many people talk about nick saban he don't have twitter Belichick? he don't have twitter they bash his ass all day long that's the soft world we are living in, dog but anyway um i don't know it's crazy ah that's fucked up dog um Damn dogs. Let me ask you this. Why do we allow cats, kids to transfer? Polly B, I'm over it. We agree to disagree, dog. <laughs> Different generation, brother. Um, why do we allow kids to transfer? Why do we allow kids to dictate their future as kids? That's just a real question. Why do we allow kids to transfer and why are we allowing kids to dictate their future as kids? You understand that we're allowing kids to make grown men decisions as kids. That's what happens when you're allowing your kids to transfer four times in high school or 10 times for the number one basketball player in California. He's transferred 10 high schools. How fucking bad is that? You wonder why coaches that win by 90 are getting fired and not fucking glorified. Like, I'd put a trophy. I would put a fucking statue of that motherfucker in my fucking place. But he's getting fired. But the coach that got beat by 90, we feel sorry for him and all his players. If I was the daddy of the school kid that lost by 90, I would choke fuck the head coach by coaching my kid to a fucking 90-point loss and telling him how shitty of a bitch-made motherfucker he is and he should go fucking resign right now. I'm not going to talk shit to the coach that won. I would shake the coach's hand who beat me by 90 if I was the dad of a kid on the team that lost by 90, I'm saying. That's the difference, see? Now, we're talking shit to this coach that won by 90. 90. The kids in the crowd are talking shit to the administrators. Um, knock it off. They're talking shit. Um, it's crazy. We're talking shit to the kids that that, that that lost by, we're talking shit to the coach that won by 90. Yeah, Dominic. Number one player has transferred 10 times. He went to Oak Hill. He went to IMG. He's been out here to fucking eight schools in Cali. Like, look it up, dog. It's just crazy. Um, But you understand that we're allowing our kids to make grown people's decisions as kids, and they have not a fucking clue how to pay a light bill yet. Tell them to pay a light bill. But I bet you if you told them to fucking correct and put a fucking put a fucking YouTube video together with motherfucking um, with the crazy ass uh, edits, you'll do that shit in fucking two minutes. You'll have me a cold ass highlight film. But your motherfucking ass couldn't pay no goddamn mortgage bill, light bill. Can't drive a car. Can't fucking. Paint a house. You can't fix a garbage disposal. You motherfucker can't even take out the trash when your mama asks you. (laughs) That's the problem. How many of these young boys out here can change a light bulb in their house for their mama? No, I'm being a dead ass serious right now, dog. Why is that a fucking real issue? We got cats out here right now who are scared to touch a light bulb, who won't mow a lawn, who can't take out the trash, who fucking are worried about their fingernails getting broke, homie. That's boys. Dog out. My dad had me changing oil and literally changing brakes. I'm talking about changing brakes, dog. I'm talking about. Put the fucking C-clamp on them motherfuckers and bleed them bitches out and bleed them back in when you put them on. Dog, I was doing that shit at a tent. Dog, my dad, put it this way. I'm just going to be honest. This ain't a huge deal, but it's pretty big. My dad made me take my driver's test. Remember, when we were young, we took driver's tests at 15, I took my driver's test in a stick. My dad would motherfuck me, teaching me. So, he, so my, just so you know, my dad was a fucking psycho, number one. Best dude in the world. would never change it for the life of me. He taught me how to drive a diesel because he was a diesel truck driver and a diesel truck mechanic his whole life. My first car was driving a fucking diesel. 18 wheel speed, motherfucker. He taught me how to drive a diesel and I would stall that bitch multiple times learning how to drive. I, I had a sit-on phone book. Fucking, I'm learning how to drive this shit. And he's motherfucking me. I'm so scared and nervous to stall that bitch out. And, dog, I took a driver's test in a Cabriolet. My mama's Cabriolet. Stick shift five-speed, which you had to push down, left, and up to put it in reverse. And I put that motherfucker three-point turnabout in fucking like six seconds. I was spinning that bitch. And the, the motherfucker was like, damn. I was like, dog, you think this is hard to stick five-speed Cabriolet? Go try driving that fucking Kenworth diesel over there and get motherfucked by your psycho dad. But that's the difference. Dog, I, 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 I appreciate that moment like you have no fucking clue to this day but we're so fuck you couldn't put a motherfucking kid through that right now and have that motherfucker will be claiming mental health <laughs> that motherfucker be claiming mental health tomorrow put a motherfucker tell a kid to drive a fucking stick at a fucking driver's test that motherfucker talk claim mental health tomorrow with his bitch ass <laughs> that's the shit we deal with man ah <sighs> Why have we become so scared to tell the truth? I'm being real. Why have we become so scared to tell the truth? And I'm going back to a comment on YouTube. I wish a motherfucker would. I wish I would see a motherfucking mama putting air in his kid and her kid's tires or her own tires with the kid in the car. I would have pulled that motherfucker out of the car. I would have pulled that motherfucker out of the car. man, please basic life skills, dog, basic life skills. Like motherfucker. I bet you this. I bet you 99% of these kids right now in high school. Can't pump gas. I would bet dollars to dimes that they don't know how to pump gas. Like I, I, let me ask you this. Let me tell you this. Everybody in this room. That's old enough. I bet you some of you cats don't even know this, but like Tim Parrish and Polish pipe and, uh, You know, Lucy, I'm sure some of you guys know, Um, but I bet you money. If you run out of gas and you have to get a gas can or a gas, uh, you know, five-gallon gas can. Hey, Dominic, do you know how to put gas in a five-gallon gas can and then walk it back to put gas in your car? Come on, Dominic, tell us all. Tell us all how you put gas in a five-gallon gas can. Not your car, in a gas can. You know? Dominic, I w- let's bet that you don't know. Let's bet something. I bet you a bottle of my whiskey that you don't know. You know? Tell- Explain it in detail how you put gas from the pump into a five-gallon can. TJ, you know why you knew? Because I taught your motherfucking ass, I bet. Many times we ran out of gas together in my shit, five in the morning and waits. Um, hey, Red Nap said, I never run out of gas, but if I did, I would call AAA for help. That's the, that's that's where we are today, dog. Hey, this is a great conversation. That's where we are today. That's what it is. And I agree with you. That's what I used to do. Uh, um, that's what I, I do, uh, music. I do I I go buy the, the, the water bottles, cut the top off that bitch, go get me a fucking funnel for ninety-nine cents. I ain't buying no eighty-eight eight eighteen dollar fucking um eighteen dollar fucking gas can either. <sighs> Look at that shit. Hired a girl at the office, she couldn't put a stamp on an envelope or where to put the name or the address. That's the problem. See, remember in high school, we got taught basic shit. Like, remember, we had economics class, home ec. We had all these different things that actually taught us how to address an envelope. How many motherfuckers can't address an envelope today? Like, I'm telling you. Look, Dominic, I asked five minutes ago. He hasn't answered yet. That motherfucker's on Google right now. Come on, Dominic. You're late, dog. If you answer now, you're too late, homie. But anyway, kids don't know. They got to pull back the fucking black rubber on the gas fucking pump or it ain't going to go into the five-gallon can. They're sitting there trying to pump it all motherfucking day. See, Dominic said he never ran out of gas. So you don't know, motherfucker. Come on. Let <laughs> me just say, I don't know, coach. Shit. I'm teaching you though, youngster. You got to pull the rubber back. So she said, pull the rubber back. Hey, Dominic Flores. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. You're 49 and know nothing. Your 18-year-old son knows everything. That's what these cats do. They think they know every fucking thing, dog. I'm telling you crazy um we become scared to teach basic skills to these kids and you wonder why these degrees behind my head are worth the they're worth I might as well wipe my ass with them I'd rather you go and learn a trade go learn how to weld or fucking go to be a machine shop fucking operator go learn some real shit because these cats nowadays dog they can't If we have a true epidemic or pandemic in this motherfucker, some Red Dawn type of shit and get invaded, we have nobody to fucking help do shit. Motherfucker can't even change a tire. Can't pump gas. Hey, Dominic, you might have to take a gas can up in the mountains where your car is, dog, to survive. You better learn how to put gas in that motherfucker. There's little things that we don't know anymore. None of us know. These young cats don't fucking know shit. Trade school, man, is huge. Hey, dog, I'm 45, B5, and I'm always stealing. I'm always stealing shit from people because, dog, you ain't never going to learn enough. Coaches steal from coaches, and if you ain't in at 55, 75, 80 years old, I don't give a fuck. You should be learning still. <sighs> Yeah, I live in L.A. Shit, that's, that's where I'm from, dog. That's the, that's, that's the deal. College is a scam. It's a big waste. You know, if you got Google, you'll pass your classes. Shit, we didn't have Google back in the day, dog. Let me tell you. Getting a master's in kinesiology for real is a motherfucker. I'm just going to tell you. Kinesiology, the actual class, could be the hardest class in all of college. And if motherfuckers will sit there and tell you, oh, you're a dumb jock, they're just ignorant. Trust me. Kinesiology, physiology of anatomy, of physiology, those two courses possibly are the two hardest courses in all of college. Now, you can throw in some type of fucking trigonometry or calculus or, 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 or stat class or some shit, but I'm just telling you. Yeah, dog. A lot of cats, a lot of jocks back in the day used to take, um, they used to be criminology. I'm taking criminology. It was easy. That was the football uh, major. But then none of them are cops, parole officers, POs. <laughs> That's the crazy part. We just take the easy way when we are playing, and now we're like, fuck, I got to go get a different degree now because I don't even want to do it. Um, anyway, I got off topic. Why is baseball striking? Why is the Major League Baseball striking? Holy fuck. These motherfuckers are striking. These enabled half a billion dollar making motherfuckers really are fighting over making more motherfucking money. Man, that shit is crazy. I would give I wouldn't I wouldn't show up to no fucking Major League Baseball game if I were a fan ever again. I wouldn't buy a ticket. I wouldn't support none of these motherfuckers. They're the highest paid motherfuckers in any sport. And they're continuing. They started the pandemic late. They motherfucking dog. Fuck these motherfuckers. That's the problem. See? Now it's the owner's problem, Tim Parish. Be back in the day, we were lucky we wanted to play. Nowadays, motherfuckers are opting out. Nowadays, you ain't got to go in the game, A.B. Like, get the fuck out of here. Now that players want more money, and they want to be equal to the owner. Motherfucker, you ain't no equal. I bought this team with my own money, motherfucker. I earned this shit. See, why is it that motherfucker's out there? This is the difference in generation. You know that people really expect Bezos, the owner of Amazon, to Feed the free world, or feed the world of hunger. All the hunger, everybody that's starving in the world, all the fucking starving people in the world, you know, they, they came out with this thing that Bezos can fucking cure it all. He could fucking heal and he can fucking pay. He has enough money to end world hunger. And people are seriously bashing him for not doing it. And I'm just sitting there like, this is the enabled instant gratification world type of kids we live with. These cats want a motherfucker that went out and earned his money, his way. Him and his wife both were half partners on the deal, I'm pretty sure. But either way though, they made that money. And now you're equal to him and can tell, you think you can tell that motherfucker what to do with his own earned money? That if he don't end world hunger, he's a straight asshole and a privileged and all this old shit. Man, you motherfuckers are really fucking delusional. I wouldn't do shit unless I wanted to do it. I earned that motherfucking money. Like, I don't give a fuck if he can end world hunger. That's his choice. I, I literally would put the shoe on the other foot and see what the fuck. You motherfuckers won't even buy a lollipop for your motherfucking homie. You won't put $20 on their books, motherfucker. But you now are telling motherfuckers to end world hunger because your sorry ass is sitting there thinking for a handout? That's you're the same motherfucker stealing Amazon packages from motherfuckers' doors, motherfucker, you soft bitch. You motherfuckers are all expect instant gratification. None of y'all want to work for shit no more. You want to go around stealing motherfuckers' packages. Breaking into motherfuckers' mailboxes. Has anyone had their mailbox broken into? Our mailbox got broken into. I hate these new communities because you get, I hate these communal fucking mailboxes. I want my own fucking mailbox. I paid for a brand new fucking house. I want my own fucking mailbox. And I'm going to tell the fucking Homeowner Association they could eat a fat dick because I'm not paying them shit. We've had our shit broken into. We've had cars stolen. We live up in a nice ass neighborhood too. Fuck that. I'm not paying no homeowner association. Put a security guard out here, motherfucker. Put some cameras on the goddamn, um, on the fucking mailboxes. And we're paying you for what? Ain't no amenities, motherfucker. You ain't got no pool here. Ain't no fucking, ain't nothing here. You're the same motherfucker stealing Amazon packages that want Bezos to end world hunger because your soft bitch ass won't get off your fat dead ass and playing video games, and go out there and earn. Motherfuckers can't get cats to work right now. They cannot get them to work. There's going to be a shortage of many businesses. I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. There's going to be strictly online everything soon because none of these motherfuckers are going to go back to work. You can't get a motherfucker to go to work. Not no hard, real labor work. Mike Mayock, who I'm pretty close with his daughter, actually, was just fired for the from the Raiders, so that probably means Basachi is not going to be retained. I love Basachi and what he did. The players love him, but this is the business, man. This is a fucking trillion dollar profession that they're gonna go for the fucking recycle fucking big name hire. So just get ready for the Raiders to be interviewing here shortly. Um, I don't know, man. You know, we we allow a lot of soft shit. Let me ask you this, though. If you guys want to get to the Cowboy game real quick, the Cowboy debacle last night, all right? First of all, that was the worst coached team that I've ever seen on an NFL level. I swear to God. I'm not I'm not talking shit. I have no dog in a fight. I have no team, really. I'm a L.A. Rams fan growing up, but I have no real um, team. But I have to tell you, from an organizational standpoint, from a disciplinarian standpoint... There is no excuse for the things that I saw last night from a professional football team. Number one. Okay. Number two, if you watch the walking around by CD lamb, how many balls did he drop? But it's the same dude walking around a B. He can't even get set. Dak's not even looking to make sure he gets set. And Worst snapping football plays. It looked Pop Warner ish. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it was the worst display of coaching and discipline of a professional team that I've seen probably of all time. Like I was literally laughing at at how comical and sad that this NFL team with worth billions of dollars, Jerry World and Jerry Jones team and all this talent, and they looked. Fucking horrible, man. Like a JV team. Like even at the end of the game when they were trying to snap the ball, there was receivers walking. Like, you know we have to snap this ball and kill the clock, right? Dumb motherfucker. He's walking to get set up. You have to get lined up and be legal. You have to be legally lined up to snap a football and spike it into the ground and kill the clock. There's a receiver walking. CD Lambs not even getting set at the line of scrimmage and we're snapping the ball by a dude that makes 140 million dollars, Dak Prescott, who I think's very overrated. I've been thinking that for a long time, been saying it for a long time. But at the same time, the referee was 30 yards behind the fucking play and had to run. How is that fair to any football team? if that is the guy that has to touch the football and place it, number one, I'm curious as how he knows where the yard line is that the ball is being placed on. If he's 30 yards directly behind, I don't understand why the side judge is not the one marking the football that sees where the ball landed. I don't understand that shit at all, but for the ref to have to do that and to, Basically, fuck a team like they did, in my opinion. I'm not blaming the refs on anything, but it was a horribly officiated playoffs over the weekend. The Cincinnati game was bad. The whistle inadvertent. The Raider game had two major issues. I pointed out one on social media. He wouldn't let the center snap the ball, but yet there was a delay of game. How the fuck are you holding up time, but the time on the delay of game still ticked? Like, it does not make sense. And then you have a ref running 30 yards to spot and mark the ball during a time where you don't have you don't have the luxury of having time. But anyway, my point is, why isn't why don't we we have all this money invested in the NFL and how great we want the refs to be and how great the game's supposed to be in? How can you fuck up? royally fuck up overtime in the NFL in my opinion is the worst I've ever seen like why the fuck can you kick a field goal and still be in it but you can't score a touchdown and be in it (laughs) number one it's the worst overtime fucking philosophy I've ever heard of number two the extra point why are we kicking an extra point from so far away Like, it's stupid to me. It's not about missing it and making it harder. It's literally further away than a field goal can be. You do understand you can make a shorter field goal in a game than where the extra point is now. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Those are two very stupid rules in my opinion. But the third rule is... The third rule... The third rule, dog, is why isn't the clock stopped on a first down like college? You should stop the clock after a first down and let everyone get set, the refs included. I just think it's fair. I understand it's the NFL. It's supposed to be harder and all this. But, dude, it would make the game much better if you kill the clock like college on a first down. It's only fair to me. There's too many debacles and fuck-ups. During this, these operations and these mechanics of a play. Dak Prescott not knowing to hand the football to the ref is eye-opening for a motherfucker making $140 million. I think Tony Romo would have got that right. Tony Romo was mad at me last night. <laughs> but anyway, um, it was just one thing after another with the, with the Cowboys. It was it, it 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 was one thing after another, and I just thought it was the worst coach game um, I've seen in a long time, and I believe they all should be fired. I would fire. I would have already fired um, McCarthy. He would have been done. Um, I don't think so, Polly. I don't think so. Because you rather end the game like that, or end it with a with a with with, with a killed clock and a, and a shot at the game ending fairly. Because if the ref doesn't spot that ball from thirty yards back, the Cowboys get a play anyway, and they could actually run a football play. They're at the twenty-five yard line. You can run a concept. It's not a hail mary anymore. Um, uh, dog. Like McCarthy is a fucking. Uh, He fucked Aaron Rodgers off, too. I actually like McCarthy. I think he's, um, from what Aaron Rodgers has told uh, people, that he's a a good play caller, he's a good offensive guy, and et cetera. Um, But Zeke, dog Zeke, I told you guys, running backs are a dime a dozen. There's no reason to pay him that much anymore. Zeke could not run a four eight right now, in my opinion. He has no burst. He has no switch of gears. He is very, very average. I would have been playing Pollard the whole game, um, but I would consider putting a fucking stop in the clock, dog, to at least let the ref set the clock. Maybe don't, maybe don't stop it like college, but you stop it for the ref to spot it. How about that? Um, uh, whoever that was. I would, I would stop the clock, dog, because this is a joke. If you got to wait for refs that far away, it got exposed last night. I'm just telling you, it was exposed last night, and you know, it's kind of fucking shitty, but it is what it is. All right, so, um, get down, Papa. I wish I could keep the dogs, man. It could, trust me, I wouldn't be getting rid of them. A lot of people on social media. Not to be a dick, but a lot of people are like, don't get rid of them. Keep them. Like, I wish you motherfuckers knew the situation, dog. Everyone knows every motherfucking thing. See, I come off like a dick, but I'm not a dick. I'm just being real. Like, don't be mad at me because I'm snapping at you when you don't know the deal. So can I be mad at you for you making accusations, motherfucker? Like, (laughs) dog, it's not a good situation. These motherfuckers are fighting. What's up, Ashy? You gotta be Stogie, son. You're an Ash of a Stogie. So, dude, Bailey, what's up with you guys, dude? Is there an earthquake about to crack off or something? God damn. Um, but anyway, Bonham, you're a big ass, dude. Motherfucker, you're scratching my back, homie. These guys are fucking great family dogs, dude. Um... I'm be real, um, but they just—they're just—they're too, too much. I—I I mean, they're great dogs, dude. But these two fight um, because they just get it too aggressive, dog. And a lot of people don't know the real. Um, yeah, they love me, dog. There's no question. I love them, but it's just—it's fucked up, man. Hey, give me one minute. I'm gonna let them outside and go piss, and I will be right back. Bottom. See the motherfucker get after it, dog. Uh, I got I got to go over my top five QBs, my most five overrated QBs, the top five likely to be bust QBs, and my top five most underrated QBs. I'm going to go over that to end the show. So stick around. There's 100 people in here. Hit the like button, become a member, subscribe, and give me two minutes. I'll be right back, and you can listen to uh, – you can watch my uh, – Video again like a slaptick. I'll be right back.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah I'm in my mode, ready to transform you in the I hate a storm, hell Mary's, I make it four. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we being defiant, right? What's the cost to be the boss breaking down the walls We all in once the coin guitars Got the plan of action, never acting Don't need to scramble to get traction We make it happen From three fours to four threes, we get it cracking When it's snap, call it Saran Cause it's, it's a, rap. a rap We knock them out, they taking naps Yeah, night, 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 night Lights out, we lit, we intercept the shit and run it back. Fuck it, we run it back. Beast mode's how we react. Once we attack, we laying flat. No coming back from that. Facts. Facts. Help with the helmet, shoulder pad, the pad get cracked? Till your mouthpiece spit out the feeling that. Jaw clenched, business. Step on the field, one of on the realest white boys in the village, and I ain't kidding. We really get it. Get it. Get it. Get it.
1: Hello. You guys sit down. Give me a couple minutes. Alright. Appreciate it. I figure we lost some folks. Alright, look. Uh, oh yeah, the Maserati's all good. Everything's good. Everything's right. Um, Alright, let's get into these. Uh had to take a piss break. Get the dogs pissed out. All those type of things. Um beep, beep, beep. Um. All right. Let me get back to the QBs. All right. Greg Black, I appreciate you, brother. Here, right here. Cheers. This some. This is some Oban. Um. Some Blue Bay Oban. This is some real good shit right here. Just two fingers. Appreciate you, Greg Black. Uh, listen, I do. I do. Like I said, I did. We did start. Um, we. Um, com. You can get you some whiskey, by the way. So. Just scroll down, buy it now right here. It goes to an online liquor store. Legally has to do that. And you can buy the whiskey right there. Um, so check it out. Appreciate everybody in the show uh, on YouTube and everywhere. Um, but anyway, title of the show is Why. We've been breaking down why everything is so fucking soft. But anyway, that's not really what we've been seeing. But, um. My top five QBs, all right? Now, Allen might still be in here. Allen's a QB. Allen's a QB guy. Um, I'm going to do my top five last, all right? Actually going to do my top five last. I'm going to do my top five overrated, all right? My most five overrated quarterbacks, all right? So, number one is the most overrated. Number five is the least, all right? So, we'll start at five. To me, number five is Tua. Tua is the fifth most overrated QB in the league. All right. I think he's very, very mechanical, very stiff, very fucking robotic, and doesn't look comfortable ever. And I think he lost Miami two more games because Miami could have won two of those first fucking seven when they were on a shitty two and six start. Um, but... I just don't think Tool was ever really fine tuned in college. I, I think he is a gamer. He's like a nutty gutty guy that the players like, the team likes. Came in, did a good thing in the bowl game. Hurts, fucking transferred out, uh, etc. And I just Alabama quarterbacks, man. I'm curious to see if Mac Jones can 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 turn into something good, but see. Mac lacks a lot of arm strength that at least Brady have. Brady had a stronger arm, at least. Um, but goddamn, um, two is my fifth rated. Number four is Dak Prescott. People are gonna talk shit about this one, but the truth of the matter is, you can't get that much money. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. Remember there was a debate a few years ago when Kirk Cousins got all that money and everyone was like, uh, he's not even close to Dak. And I was the only motherfucker on my podcast and said, uh, I, I think they're pretty fucking close. I think they're fucking identical. I would argue Kirk Cousins is actually get, has a more of a it factor. Dak Prescott did some shit yesterday that was fucking for a hundred and forty million dollar dude. You know what? I like Dak Prescott. I think he stands for a lot. He fucking is a very even killed dude. I think he's always positive. I think he can, he looks like if I'm a I'm a good judge of character, man, he seems like a good teammate, good locker room dude. I want him to succeed. I think I would love to see Dak be better. But he's the most he's the fourth most overrated quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion, right now. Uh car dog he's number three um i just think he's a lot of talk no bark no bite all bark no bite you know you talk the christian faith thing and you say all the right shit but i don't care about all that dog because you don't get results You, you you choke when it matters and that is my issue He choke. He's a choke artist. He does not possess the it factor at all, and I think that uh, he's my third most overrated quarterback. Carson Wentz, number two. Carson Wentz, number two. And just so we're clear, and everybody out there listening, I'm very, very, very rarely, if ever, wrong on a quarterback. I'm just gonna be honest with you. If you go back and listen to my shit. I am not wrong when it comes to quarterbacks. We can go back to fucking Ryan Leaf, to Vince Young, to RG3, to fucking Lamar Jackson. I am not wrong when it comes to quarterbacks. I called Mac Jones as the best rookie, didn't I? Yes, I did. Look what happened. I don't know how long he's going to be great. I don't know if he has the tool set to be great, the skill set or the tools to last like Tom Brady has lasted. But we'll see. Carson Wentz is literally seems like a great dude. Pat told me he's a great dude. Seems like a great dude. That's fine and dandy, but I'm not here to make friends with great dudes. I need you to win for my franchise. (laughs) You're not a winner. You're very fucking overrated. You're the second most overrated quarterback in the NFL. You're the third most rated over overrated quarterback of all time. Um, You just don't have it. You just choke. You choke when it counts. You don't have that it factor. Baker Mayfield, number one, obviously, for various amount of reasons. Baker Mayfield, to me, I'm starting to like his commercials more and more. I think he is a good actor. I think he can be a very good actor. I think he needs to go and be an actor. I think he needs to give up playing coaching football, playing football. I don't think he should play uh, ever again. That team is very, very talented from top to bottom, and he just makes them Below average. There's no reason Cleveland should not be a playoff team over Pittsburgh. There's no reason that Cleveland shouldn't be over the Colts. Like, dog, there is no reason for those things to happen. Kyler Murray was almost number five for me, but I kept him out of it because he's in the playoffs. Um, He did have a good run this year. I still don't think it's because of him. I think he... (laughs) He's a little scatter around, motherfucking game. He's just so quick and shifty that it's hard to fucking, if he breaks the pocket, dog, it don't matter. You know, It's hard to defend that. But at the same time, he's not going to win it all because he can't stand in the pocket and deliver the football. How many short quarterbacks survive tenure? They don't make it long in this profession. His tackles are 6'8". <laughs> they just don't last long. What are you going to do, just sprint out every time? Um, those are my top five overrated. All right. Top five likely to be bust. Do you want to hear my top five likely to be bust? Or do you want to hear my top five most underrated first? Whatever you want to hear, let me know. I can go who's likely to be a bust or I can go most underrated. Um... Lamar is different with me. Lamar is a different deal with me. Um, I just keep it real. People don't talk about all that shit. I just, um, I'll go top five underrated. All right. Okay. Bust. Ty called it out. He said top five bust. My top five likely to bust. Now listen, this is likely to bust. I'm not calling these as bust. I'm saying that these five are the most likely to bust. um, Moving forward, and if you and if you listen, I keep it real. You already know. If you listen to my early podcast when the draft was coming, and I said Zach Taylor to me was the best quarterback in the draft with Mac Jones. If you guys look back and go back and look at that, that's what I said. I do like Zach Jones or Zach Taylor. I'm sorry. Um, I think he is. Uh, is that his name, Zach Taylor? Right, the quarterback for the Jets, BYU guy. I love him. I think he's great, but. Let's go to, let's top, top five, all right? Number five again, f- most least to bust, all right? I got Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I'm sorry. I got Trey Lance. Trey Lance, number five, is my fifth most likely to bust quarterback. I think he's in, Zach Wilson, I'm sorry, not Taylor. Zach Wilson. But anyway, I got Trey Lance as number five. Um... Garoppolo is a winner. Just so we're clear, that's all the motherfucker does. Garoppolo wins football games. He's not pretty, not big and fast, not strong-armed. He's got a decent arm, though. I I compare it to Brady's arm. But he's not not a freak of nature. He's not any of that. Um, Trey Lance, I don't believe, will ever play. And if the Niners can go up there and upset Green Bay, Garoppolo's going to be a fucking Steve Young uh, number two there. And they're going to love him forever. And he... Trey Lance will never play. See, I think they're going to trade Garoppolo and Trey Lance to the Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. That's my gut instinct. I think Aaron Rodgers finishing his career in 49er uniform. That's just my gut instinct. But anyway... Trey Lance um, is number five. I don't think he's even close to being refined. He didn't even play his last college year at the FCS level. I think he needs coached. He has a very strong arm. He reminds me, and he's a spitting image of a Colin Kaepernick, in my opinion. He's athletic. He's strong. He's fast. He has a cannon. He has a quick release even. He's got some mechanical issues with his release, but he has all the tools I think he's a freak, just like Justin Fields, but Trey Lance, in my opinion, will never get coached well enough, just like Lamar Jackson. They'll never have enough time to get him coached up, and he'll be a fucking journeyman, and he'll be with 10 defense. he'll be with 10 teams before you know it. Trevor Lawrence, number four. I think Trevor Lawrence is the golden boy. Everybody thought he was the surefire pick. He was no miss, can't miss, can't fucking get do wrong, et cetera, et cetera. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will make him a lost commodity. Nobody will remember him in two or three years. He'll be so shitty because their team is so shitty. And that's the problem with the NFL. Trevor Lawrence is number four, likely to bust. If he gets traded and moved into a winner, I think Trevor can be great until then. I think he'll be average and shitty and he'll be a bust because of the team he's on number three, Zach Taylor, because again, the similar situation, his team is shitty and he's going to be on a shitty team. And I don't believe he'll ever get to protection. He'll ever have the players around him because New York Jets are not a fucking free agent hotbed. Who wants to go play receiver there? In the cold, you're in the even though the Giants are shitty, it's a Giants town. It's a Brooklyn Nets town now. It's a New York Knicks town now. You're fourth fiddle. Really, you're behind Buffalo. You're the fifth fiddle, (laughs) even though they're upstate. So, Zach Wilson, I'm sorry. I keep saying Taylor, dog. Zach Wilson, New York Jets, is my third most likely to be a bust. I love him, too. I think he could be a dude, but I think the team's going to harness him. Jalen Hurts, number two. Jalen Hurts. Everybody anointed him the best thing going. Yesterday, he's shown you what he was. I already saw what he was. I've been telling you everyone how bad he is. But anyway, I just don't think he has enough skill set. I think he... Is another guy that tries to make plays when he doesn't need to. He needs to make the fucking throw from the pocket on time. He cannot do it. He's not accurate. He just doesn't he lacks a lot. And I think he's the most the second most likely to fail. And I got Justin Fields as the most likely to fail. Again, situationally, I don't know if he'll be coached up well enough in the system. He'll go through three or four coaches before he ever gets into a rhythm just like these other guys will. So, that's the situation with that. Um, so, you know, it's kind of fucked up. My top five most underrated quarterbacks, all right? I'm going to start with five, and I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford as my number five. Hey! Number five is Matthew Stafford. The reason I got him as underrated is because he can also be considered overrated, and I'm just keeping it real and giving you guys the real about this, but I'm breaking it down from a QB perspective, a coach perspective, somebody that played at that level perspective, somebody that has players in the, at the level playing. Matthew Stafford is a top three ball thrower in the NFL. I put him behind Aaron Rodgers, who's the best ball thrower, okay, clearly. And I probably put him behind Mahomes or Allen these motherfucking dogs as number two um, or three Stafford's right there as an elite ball thrower. He can make every throw. He can make all throws. He has a cannon. He has a quick release. He has everything. It's yet to be seen if he has the it factor around a quality team, which we're going to notice. We're going to see here in about two hours. We're going to see if he has that it factor, and can he get over the hump and get, his, and get his name into an elite status? I don't know if he's elite, but I'm curious to know. I wish he would have been traded earlier in his career because I think he could have saved him, and I think he would be a top five quarterback in this league if he's been around some winning pro, uh, franchise with some better players. He had Megatron, but other than that, I mean, fuck, dude. You know, he's getting boat raced before he even has a chance. So the reason I'm putting him as uh, underrated, too, because we don't know how good he's going to be with the Rams this, tonight. Because, remember, this is his first year in the program. He has to learn an offense, just so we're clear. He has to learn a new offense. Everyone expects everyone expects him to be the best thing going. Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Yes, he did. But he was there for four years. <laughs> Like, let's let's see Stafford next year. I bet you he's lightened today. I bet you he's great. But we're going to see, okay? I got him as number five underrated. Number four underrated is Russell Wilson. I think we take Russell Wilson for granted on how great he really is. I think Russell Wilson is a top fucking five quarterback. But I'm, I didn't put him at that right now because I'm putting him as underrated because I think we take him for granted I think on the great Seahawks teams, they should have won two Super Bowls, by the way. He would be talked about like Ben Roethlisberger, wouldn't he? He'd have the same amount of rings. And I don't know. I think Russell Wilson can make a team a winner next year if he does get traded. But I like Pete Carroll. I wish Russell would stay. I just think it's coming into a a business decision now. Um, Daniel Jones, number three most underrated. Um, people all talk shit and they don't think I know what I'm talking about on this deal. But Daniel Jones has been through four OCs, three head coaches, and has yet to be showcased. And I think Daniel Jones is a top five talent. He can run, he can throw, he has the tools I think he's at another situation where he is very shitty situation. I think he has a horrible fucking team around him. I think it's a horrible organization right now. And if he gets the right fucking, if he goes to the right team or that team gets turned around, watch my word. I'm just telling you before I'm said and done, Daniel Jones is going to be a guy that everyone's going to be like, damn, he's a jet. I'm just telling you, dog, you can talk shit now all you want. I'm just telling you. Number two, Tannehill. Tannehill is the second most underrated quarterback. He doesn't get enough credit, in my opinion, for what he did without Derrick Henry, for what he's done and just stayed solid. He stays solid every year. He doesn't do anything fucking crazy. He's not a freak. He doesn't stand out, but he wins. He manages the game, and he's not going to get you beat. He's not going to get you beat. A lot of these guys will get you beat. Dak Prescott will get you beat. He will lose you the game. Carson Wentz will lose you the game. Baker Mayfield will lose you the game. Tannehill will only win you the game. And scenarios will allow them maybe to lose a game. But he is not going to go out and put up 50 points or nothing. But he he can only win you the game. All right. Number one most underrated quarterback is... Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy G is a winner it goes very underrated on winning in the NFL guys that win football games are very far and few between there's not a lot of them everybody goes for the six five guy who's a freak who can run could throw and all this old shit Tony Romo had a top five skill set of all time just so all you guys out there that know football and no quarterback play which you really don't, I'm letting you know, Tony Romo can fucking throw the football with anybody. He had a quick release. He threw a great spiral. He was fucking accurate. He had good feet. He could run a little bit. He was the real deal. Guess what? He had no it factor. He couldn't win a playoff game. He was a choke artist. He fumbled snaps at the fucking, for the field goal to win game. PAT. And now he's a fucking horrible announcer. He's mad at me. But anyway, He's a good announcer because he knows football, but he says some crazy shit. Get down. God damn it. So anyway, Jimmy G wins football games. You have to give that a lot of merit and credit. You have to put that where it belongs. Winning football games is the number one fucking job of a quarterback. So. (laughs) Yeah, Tony was cheeks to you because he didn't win, right? Ty, is that, is that why you're saying that? He didn't win, right? But if you're a quarterback coach and played the level, played at that level, and understand what a quarterback skill set is, Tony Romo is a top five of all time. That motherfucker can spin it now. He's a dude. Romo was a legitimate dude throwing the football. But unfortunately, um, he couldn't win a game. Jimmy G has nowhere near the skill set of Tony Romo, but yet is a winner. Yeah, two Eastern Illinois products. Um so, I don't know, that's my top 5 underrated. Um now my top 5 quarterbacks, okay? Here is this is going to surprise some of you. Um I said Tony Romo has a top five skill set, mids plug. Can you listen or do you have earplugs in, motherfucker? Take your earplugs out, old ass motherfucker. I said he has a top five skill set. See, a lot of you motherfuckers just put words in people's mouths. You didn't listen to what I said. Quit hearing me and fucking listen. Stop talking, motherfucker, and listen. You're like the kids. I said Tony Romo has a top five skill sets of all time. Did I say he's a top five quarterback? God damn, you motherfuckers are fucking retarded. All right. Top five quarterbacks currently in the NFL. Okay. I don't know what happened to my fucking IG, bro. They deleted it because they're fuck sticks. They don't like me. I have to start over. So I started a new one. Make sure you go follow it. Real Coach JB. All right. That's my new IG. At Real Coach JB. All right, so top five quarterbacks. Here we go. All right. I like Drew Locke. He ain't in this fucking list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to give you some West Coast for that. All right, top five. Number, number five, okay? This is Least Mids Plug said he's just high as fuck. See, he motherfucking smoke weed, dog. I don't know one good thing that's ever come out of somebody smoking weed except for Pat McAfee, who hit the lotto, basically. <laughs> Everyone else I've ever coached or know that smoke weed are fucking dumb as a rock. But anyway, number five, I have it split. So I have 5A and 5B. I have Justin Herbert and Allen. I think those two are a tie for number five right now. Um, they're a tie for number five. If Allen can beat Mahomes this weekend, i put him at four. Um, Number four I got is Patrick Mahomes. I got Patrick Mahomes at number four. Hey! I got Patrick Mahomes at number four. Hey! See, that's little Ash right there. That motherfucker is a grown-ass dog. He fucking goes after these dudes like a grown-up. Come here, Ash. I got Mahomes at number four. Come here. You get over here, dude. You're a stogie like a motherfucker, man. Are you stogie son, dude? God damn. Bailey, he's going to fuck you up, dude. You don't bite them, okay? You guys get down, you fucks. Will you guys get down? God damn, bottom. He's bigger than me. Get down. Ash, I don't know what your deal is, dude. Okay. Oh, that's stogie. He's stogie like a motherfucker, man. I don't know. Anyway, I got Mahomes at four. I got Joey Burrow at number three. I think Joe Burrow has... Everything you need, he's Tom Brady esque. I think Tom, I think Burrow can be the number one quarterback in the league very shortly when these other ones are gone. Um, But um, oh, there's no way. Brad Jewett, your 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 list is all fucked up. See, that's the problem. Some of you motherfuckers take. Why? Why would you put Mahomes over Brady? I just want to take. I want to. I want to know. Watch out, guys. Get out get down. No. Fuck. You got blood everywhere, dude. Come here. This motherfucker. Look at it. He has a, t- look at his blood everywhere. God damn, dude. Um, anyway. Burrow is going to be the best. I'm just telling you. I'm um, in the long run. But how can you put fucking Mahomes over Brady? He's never beat the man. I mean, fuck, dude, he has seven rings. How are you going to put him over him? (laughs) You know Mahomes has two playoff losses, both to fucking Brady? How are you going to put him over Brady? See, some of you motherfuckers are just so instant gratification shit. It's unbelievable. But anyway, there's no fucking way. Mahomes ain't even proven yet. You guys all think he's the best thing going. We'll see. I got Aaron Rodgers number two. Again, because he ain't beat Tom Brady. He hasn't beat Tom fucking Brady yet. Until he can go to Green Bay and beat him. I mean, until he beats him on his home field on top of that. Brady came into his place and beat that ass. Tom Brady, number one. Aaron Rodgers, by far, is the number one ball spinner of our generation. Let's make sure we're clear. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, skill set-wise, isn't even close. Okay? Aaron Rodgers, by far, is the best. But Tom Brady is seven rings to one ring. (laughs) That's it. I go off of quarterbacks how you win games, not fucking how pretty you throw the football. If you don't win the fucking game, it don't mean shit. This clown's putting Mahomes over Brady (laughs) because he looks pretty or what? Because his brother does fucking... Girl fucking TikTok's on the sideline and shit. Motherfucker, please. He hasn't beat Brady yet. Until he beats Brady six more times, motherfucker, he ain't better than him. And until Aaron Rodgers can beat Brady and win him at least two rings, if not three, then he shouldn't even be in the... He's not number one. But Rodgers is number two. I believe Rodgers is the MVP this year. I believe he's the MVP. I do believe Green Bay is much shittier without him than Tampa is without Aaron. Uh, without Tom Brady. No, Tom Brady's not washed. The motherfucker's 44 years old. Did you see him yesterday? <laughs> He's beat Mahomes twice, not just once. Twice. This motherfucker put Mahomes over him. <laughs> and you put Herbert over him? Or who'd you put Herbert over? I like Herbert, but he hasn't proven himself. He's too iffy. He's too fucking inconsistent. God damn. He just won a Super Bowl, but he's washed. You motherfuckers, dog. Some of you motherfuckers really are fucking weird, man. You guys are really fucked up. Anyway, man, listen. It's been fucking two hour, 20 minute show. I gotta get the fuck going. I gotta go make some bets. I gotta bet on this Ram game. I got the Rams tonight because I'm a LA fan. I don't know if they're fucking that means anything. I don't know if they're gonna win or not. But I got the Rams tonight. Um That's it. That's really what it is. On Wednesday I'll do my top 5 running backs. I'm going to uh get out of here, YouTubers, I'll stay in here. Um you guys we can we can shoot the shit. Appreciate everybody coming in, 100 plus people. Um and uh nah, FanDuel don't pay me. So fuck FanDuel, homie. Shit. I didn't get paid no 100 million. Hey Real Coach JB, I appreciate everybody here. And uh, I'll see you Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific. If you want two dogs, email me, Coach JB12, at gmail. Follow my Instagram, Real Coach JB. It's my new one. And go get you some whiskey, CoachJBstore.com. Appreciate y'all.
0: Peace. Transform you in the i hate the storm. I be a storm me